This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that examines the ins and outs of everyday history. I'm Gabe Luzier, and in this episode, we're looking at a critical moment in the development of modern American mass culture, the rise of the fashion magazine. The day was December 17th, 1892. Vogue magazine, a journal of high society and fashion, released its inaugural issue. Founded as a weekly publication, the lifestyle magazine focused on what it described as, quote, the ceremonial side of life. This included social etiquette, trends, and traditions, as well as reviews of books, music, and live theater. Unlike today, the magazine was explicitly targeted to both men and women, and men's columns were a common feature in early issues. Vogue also reported on the lives of wealthy New York socialites, a subject of growing interest to everyone during what Mark Twain referred to as the Gilded Age. That period in the late 19th century marked America's transition from a largely agrarian society into one centered on industry. This revolution brought exceeding wealth to a handful of business magnates and robber barons. Those high-profile families had capitalized on the era's breakthroughs in transportation and communication, and those same advances then allowed them to show off their wealth like no one had before. In New York, the ruling class built lavish estates in Manhattan and hosted extravagant dinner parties, some of which were even conducted on horseback for maximum poshness. As you might expect, their glamorous social lives were a constant source of gossip, not just amongst themselves, but also among those in the middle class who aspired to live just as excessively. Luckily for them, the modern world came with plenty of new ways to take a glimpse at how the other half lived, one of which was the mass-market magazine. America's growing obsession with the lives of the well-to-do caught the attention of a businessman named Arthur Baldwin Turnier, and he looked to the budding magazine industry as the perfect way to give the public its fix. Turnier saw, as he put it, endless opportunities for running comment and occasional rebuke of New York high society. To that end, he founded Vogue, an entire magazine devoted to the socialite lifestyle. In fact, its early issues kept close tabs on the lives of a group of well-known members of the upper crust called the 400. The nickname was a reference to the 400-person capacity of the Astor family's ballroom, a popular gathering place for the city's elite. The first issue of Vogue hit newsstands and subscriber mailboxes on December 17, 1892. Its cover featured a black-and-white drawing of a debutante emerging from what appears to be a cloud of butterflies and roses. Although Vogue covers are now famous for their striking color photography, 
drawings were used exclusively for the first few decades of the magazine's existence. It wasn't until 1932 that the magazine used a color photo on its cover. The interior pages of the debut issue featured plenty of other detailed illustrations. One page even includes the first appearance of the Vogue Girl, a kind of mascot figure created by the magazine's first art director. The character's style changed with the times, so in her first appearance, she's wearing a corseted dress with a wide hoop skirt and a big gaudy hat. Those fashion choices may have been popular at the time, but the magazine's first editor, Josephine Redding, didn't see what all the fuss was about. In an editorial, she took aim at the trend of puffy shoulders, wide hips, and tall hats, writing, quote, What plausible reason can possibly be assigned for a 19th century woman pretending, at intervals, to the possession of a big head, enlarged small of the back, abnormal growth of hip, exaggerated breadth of shoulder? The hump defies classification. Each variety is unique and owns no kinship to its predecessors. I guess that was one of the occasional rebukes that Vogue's founder had talked about. Speaking of Turnier, he passed away in 1906, and soon after, his magazine was acquired by Condé Montrose Nast, the founder of Condé Nast Publications. Under its new leadership, Vogue became a bi-weekly, and its focus shifted almost entirely to women's beauty and fashion. These changes expanded the magazine's readership and helped establish its role as a fashion authority and trendsetter. More changes came during the First World War, when it became impossible to ship the magazine to Europe. This led to Vogue being printed overseas in England for the first time. European readership grew from there, eventually prompting the launch of international editions focused on the fashion trends of different countries. The first of these ventures was French Vogue, which debuted in 1920. In the decades since, more than 20 other international titles have been launched, including everything from Vogue Japan to Vogue Saudi Arabia. Styles have certainly changed since 1892 and some have even circled back around to prominence. But through it all, Vogue has remained popular and relevant to fashion fans around the globe. And that's a trend that's likely to continue for as long as people have an interest in looking good, or at least in reading about the lives of good-looking people. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. You can also write to us at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.